Welcome to the Food Guides Podcast, a place where sufferers of heartburn, acid reflux, and more can learn from a community of dietitians and nutrition experts. Hello, Jason, and welcome everyone to the Food Guides Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about navigating school with IBS. Recently on foodguides.com, one of our expert contributors wrote articles on back-to-school tips for caregivers of youth with IBS and thriving at college with IBS. And today we are going to highlight some key points from those articles. Back to school should be an exciting time of year, full of new beginnings and change, including weather, teachers, and friends. But for families with youth who suffer from IBS, the uncertainty can be stressful often exacerbating symptoms. Boston Children's Hospital reports that IBS is the most common cause of recurrent abdominal pain in children, estimating that 10 to 15% of children have IBS. Symptoms vary, ranging from diarrhea to constipation and stomach pain, and many factors influence the development of IBS. Regardless of the cause, IBS can cause pain, discomfort, social isolation, and depression. A 2018 study looked specifically at the experience of adolescents with IBS, their family members, and healthcare providers, and found that adolescents with IBS experience isolation from their peers and strain on their family system. The study found that the adolescents often miss school due to symptoms and feel uncomfortable voicing their health needs, concerns, and experiences. If your family is affected by IBS, please know you are not alone. While there's not a cure for IBS, there are back-to-school tips to ease the transition and support adolescent development. Back-to-school should be an exciting time of year full of new beginnings and change, including weather, teachers, and friends. But for families with youth who suffer from IBS, the uncertainty can be stressful, often exacerbating symptoms. Boston Children's Hospital reports that IBS is the most common cause of recurrent abdominal pain in children, estimating that 10 to 15% of children have IBS. Symptoms vary, ranging from diarrhea to constipation and stomach pain, and many factors influence the development of IBS. Regardless of the cause, IBS can cause pain, discomfort, social isolation, and depression. A 2018 study looked specifically at the experience of adolescents with IBS, their family members, and healthcare providers, and found that adolescents with IBS experience isolation from their peers and strain on their family system. The study found that the adolescents often miss school due to symptoms and feel uncomfortable voicing their health needs, concerns, and experiences. If your family is affected by IBS, please know you are not alone. While there's not a cure for IBS, there are back-to-school tips to ease the transition and support adolescent development. The first tip is to get connected. 
Join a support group for parents of children with IBS. Encourage your child to join a support group with peers around the same age. And encourage your child to stay socially engaged. For example, support extracurricular activities and facilitate time with friends. The second tip is to be proactive. Work with a registered dietitian. Develop a schedule and practice it weeks before starting school. And ask your physician about medications and holistic treatments. For example, probiotics or gut-directed hypnotherapy. The third tip is to get the 411 on a 504 plan. What is a 504 plan? Section 504 of the Rehabilitation Act of 1973 protects disabled people from discrimination. Under this section, educational institutions will draw up a 504 plan to lay out any necessary accommodations and modifications that a student with a disability may need. In order to qualify, there must be a physical or mental impairment that substantially limits one or more major life activities. With a 504 plan, possible accommodations may include unlimited bathroom breaks, access to locked bathrooms if they are closest to their classrooms, or school assistance with IBS-related absences, tardiness, or leaving early. To find out more, check out the article on foodguides.com about navigating school with IBS to access the fact sheet on school accommodations for pain-predominant functional gastrointestinal disorders by Help and Hope for Children with Digestive Disorders, or find this fact sheet on gikids.org. The fourth tip is to maintain open lines of communication. Work with a family therapist or coach on the best ways to communicate with your child about their chronic condition. Remember, empathetic listening goes a long way. Train your child to be their own advocate. Look for resources such as Michigan State University's teaching children to be their own self-advocate. And identify safe people for your child to talk to during the school day if problems arise. For example, a teacher, counselor, or friend. If you are off to college, Set up a meeting and visit the accommodation office at each college you are seriously considering to see what services will be best for you. Here are some accommodations at the college and university level to help students with GI-related disabilities. Academic accommodations. These provide for flexible attendance in times of a flare-up or exacerbation of symptoms. This accommodation is an opportunity to engage with faculty before a situation occurs, so everyone is clear on protocol. Housing accommodations. Most dorms have either a hall or suite bathroom. Some students with GI concerns prefer a hall bath because you know a toilet will likely be available at any given time, whereas other students prefer a suite for privacy which could include one toilet for four people. Dining accommodations. 
building a relationship with a campus registered dietitian, or if there's not one on campus, the food service director is always recommended. Most student success offices work closely with their dining partner to provide individualized accommodation plans to meet student needs. Our team of health and nutrition experts at foodguides.com are here to support our community of GERD, acid reflux, IBS sufferers, and those following the low FODMAP lifestyle. Keep up to date with foodguides.com on our social platforms, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at foodguideshelp. And head over to foodguides.com to join our weekly newsletter for more bite-sized information straight to your inbox. Thanks for listening to the Food Guides podcast. Please take some time to visit us at foodguides.com where you'll find articles and information along with food and product recommendations from our growing community of dietitians and nutrition experts. 